But what we see as a company um, on the acquisition side is that the deal volume has actually dramatically increased in the last, I would say, three to four weeks. Let's get ready to scale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. And today I'm going to talk with you about the state of the market. We've been doing those kind of episodes every once in a while. Every time I feel that there's something very interesting to share with investors to kind of show you what we experience behind what we see and hear behind the scenes as owners and operators. So my company, Bullet Capital, is an owner and operator of multifamily assets, mainly value add throughout the U.S. And I wanted to share with you what is happening in the real estate, in the multifamily market today. And this is a summation of the first six months of 2023. I'm recording this. It's uh, mid of June 2023. And we're going to do our best to um, edit and and uh, basically put it out there um, and, uh, and share this uh, as close as we can to the recording date. So it's going to be very accurate or as accurate as we can. Um, now, I'm not an investment advisor. Um, and so this is not an official advice. This is just weird. I'm just sharing with you what I see, what I hear, what I'm experiencing as someone who's very active in the multifamily world. All right, so let's get started. So you've all you all probably saw that inflation is going down. So in May, inflation was 4.93%. And now we're talking about 4.05%. And my assumption is that we're not going to see many more or significant raises from the feds moving forward. Um, just to look at you know, the last, the the recent um, ra- raises, interest rate raises from the feds, we're talking about November, that, that was 75, uh, you know, basis points, then December, another 50 basis points, then 25 base- basis points in February, March, and May. So May 3rd was the last time right now, as of June 14th, that the feds have um, raised interest rates. And we can see the impact because inflation is going down. So that would um, basically, that would make some uh, impact, that would have an impact on the real estate um, world, but not just yet because it's sometimes, you know, lagging and the industry needs to digest that and react accordingly. And it's not an immediate reaction. Um, But what we see as a company Um, on the acquisition side is that the deal volume has actually dramatically increased in the last, I would say, three to four weeks. So right now, for instance, we, Blue Lake, we have about 20 deals in a pipeline on different, you know, various um, stages. And many deals are actually offered with attractive loan assumptions. So for those of you who don't know, when someone puts their asset in the market and they want to sell them, many times they were able to lock in very, very good loan terms. So it could be two and a half, three, four percent fixed rate for 10 years. And now after three years, they're selling the asset. You can essentially basically assume the loan from them, step into the seller's shoes and 
be the new borrower and you can do that for loans that you cannot get today. Nobody today can get two and a half or 3% fixed on new loans. So when those loans are part of the package, when a deal is being sold, that makes it very, very attractive. Um, and we have seen a lot more deals recently. Um, and when we were speaking with brokers, we basically heard from them that deal volume, they expect it to remain steady um, during the second half of 2023. And the reason for the volume change is that sellers right now are more realistic. They have more realistic expectations on the asset values. It was a bit of a shock when an asset that was worth, say, 100 million, all of a sudden is worth 80 million because cap rates just moved so quickly. And that was a reaction of the increasing interest rates. Um, and so enough time has passed. And now, essentially, sellers understand, okay, this is a new reality. This is a new valuation. We don't want to wait any longer. And we want to sell. You know, it, Let's say four months ago, the shock was so big. And they said, we're going to wait and see what happens, see where things shake out and, and what's going to happen with the feds. Now that they've seen that cap rates are a bit higher, and we're going to touch on it later, um, they've adjusted their expectation because we've seen a lot of um, deals that were not really fully marketed because sellers had an unrealistic expectation uh, and they wanted more money than what the market was willing to pay them. And brokers were really um, kind of reluctant to take a deal full, you know, full cycle and, and basically put it um, on the market when they didn't think that they could find any buyers. Um, and what we're hearing from brokers is that um, BOV, um, which is essentially a process that brokers go out to the property um, and um, analyze it and come up with a valuation of how much they think they can sell it um, for. So the BOV volumes is up three times compared to the number of BOVs in the last six months. So last six months, the in the last six months, we've seen really, you know, um, the market has not been that, um, uh, that interesting. Uh, and it was really hard to find deals because a lot of sellers were holding back and they did not want to put their asset in the market. Now, you know, the doors are open, the, the, and and it's basically, you know, uh, we see a tremendous amount of deals right now. Um, in terms of investors, uh, you know, many institutions are still on the sidelines and they're, you know, recalibrating their profits. Um, and the institutions that are transacting right now, they do it because they have a 1031 exchange that they need to. So they need money to deploy. Otherwise, they're going to pay capital gains tax. Um, or if they have a fund that they have to close and um, they're kind of forced to buy. But many large players like, you know, Starwood, Blackstone, um, they're still liquidating because um, a lot of their investors want out and they need um uh, they need to free, you know, they, they need to redeem some of those investments. So they essentially need to sell um, their assets to be able to have enough capital to return to investors. Um, but this is not as significant compared to, you know, um, 
earlier, you know, this year. So right now the volume of, of their, the assets that they're selling right now is going down. Um, another thing that we see is that very few properties are transacting off market. So in, in the last quarter of 22 and the first quarter of this year, 2023, there were a lot more deals that were transacting um, off market because sellers did not want the whole world to know that they're selling. Maybe the assets were a bit um, distressed. Sometimes they don't want the property manager to know about the sale because they're concerned that the PM is just going to, you know, uh, stop managing the asset and, and move to the next one. And they're not going to have anyone to manage it until closing. Um, and uh, right now, we see a dramatic dec decrease in the volume of off-market deals. Um, now, one of the things that we've paid attention to is that sellers continue to vet sponsor earlier in the process. Um, and so usually the process uh, is, is such that the, um, the broker is blasting a deal to everyone and then everyone makes, you know, offers and, uh, they take 10 to 15 groups, move them from to a stage to a, a phase called best and final. And then from the best and final, this is where everyone is, you know, sharpening their pencils and they make their final offer after going to the property, um, reviewing it and uh, looking closer at the financials. And then the usually the top four or five um, offers are being selected and the the seller is having basically conducting buyer calls to interview everyone to see who they feel comfortable with um, and they pick one. And it's not always the highest bid. And right now, earlier in the process, most sellers and brokers are basically vetting sponsors because there are so many deals that have fallen under contract because something happened, whether there was one LP, one investor that backed out of the deal. I heard cases where the the lender backed out of the deal two weeks before closing, where it's impossible to bring another um, another lender. And so right now, it's more important early on for sellers and brokers to know that those who participate in the process are not going to waste anyone's time and they're actually going to close the deal so that's a top priority when selecting a buyer it's not the highest bid because they know that if they are going to choose um, a bid a company that would bid a million dollars over everyone else but they're a small shop without a lot of experience they're more likely to end up with no buyer by the end of you know the 60 90 day period and then it's very hard to go back to the other groups and see who is interested because valuation may change. So um, there's a lot of work that goes into vetting sponsors earlier in the process. Um, now, cap rates are inching up a bit. Um, right now, we're looking at around, I would say, around hovering around 5%. So it can be anywhere from 4 from four and a half to five and a half percent, really depends. It depends on the market. Depends on the deal. Um, so there's higher and lower cap rates, um, but that's essentially where we're landing, and that's a direct um, 
you know, there's a direct relationship between that and rising interest rates. Um, and part of it is because when interest rates are higher, then the loan that you can get, the, the interest on the loan that you can get to buy those assets is higher, which means that, you know, it's less profitable for you to offer a certain price and you're offering a lower price um, to hit certain yield, certain returns. And if you're essentially assuming the loan, then you're kind of bypassing the main issue of very expensive debt right now. Um, leverage on, on new um, debt or new loans right now is between 50 and 55%. Just to compare from where we were two years ago and three years ago and five years ago, we're talking about 70 to 75%. So now lenders are much more conservative and um, you know, LTVs are around 50 to 55%. Many interest rates on new debt are around five and a, between five and a half and six percent. And I'm talking about fixed rate. Um, now, the type of assets that are actually getting a lot of attention is that is um, assets that are in strategic locations. So when I say strategic locations, I mean assets in markets that are still growing, that have a solid tenant base, um, not you know markets that in the middle of nowhere where there's not a lot of employers in the area. And so investors want to be a bit more conservative, conservative these days. So we're talking about 15 to 20 different bids um, on every you know high quality asset. But um, usually between three and five of them, so only a quarter of those bids have realistic offers in in the eyes of the sellers and are considered for the best and final. So a lot of groups are bidding, hoping to, um, to really get um, a, a good deal or to buy uh, an asset, you know, under market term, but it's not the case. There's a small group of, um, of investors and companies that can make it to best and final and that their pricing matches the new reality, the new realistic pricing of sellers and brokers. So that's it for today. As you can see, never a dull moment. You know, acquisitions is exciting. Uh, and multifamily is even, you know, it's it's a great asset class. And, you know, I invest my money in multifamily and I will continue um, to do so. And, um, but that was, you know, what we see in the real estate market and we stay busy and we're very, very active, uh, looking for the next multifamily deal. That's it for today. If you, uh, want to check out our, um, multifamily fund, you can go to www.bluelake-capital.com and you can, you know, read all about it and leave us, um, your information so we can, you know, chat about our new fund. Thank you, everyone. Be bold, be great, keep moving forward, and I'll see you on the next episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.